Cocktail Corner on 95BFM. All right, welcome to the BFM studios. Jeff from McLeod's. Hey, Johnny. How nice to see you. Yeah, great. Thank you very much for having me. Now, the last time I saw you, or probably maybe the first time I met you, was mm. at uh, the Beer Fest. The, the Beer Spot Beer Fest, yeah, at the, yeah. Uh, at, uh, the Wharf there, uh, Shed 10. Um, bloody good time, that one. Great time, you yeah. know, and it was... Um, I mean, it's nice to do that kind of thing because uh, as a little industry, we all get together and it's a, it's a you know, I suppose the, the beer spot is the opportunity to go and try a lot of beers from, uh, me, you know, many different small breweries. But that's it's a nice nice social kind of get together when everyone can do it live. So, that mm-hmm. no, it was great, man. It was excellent. Um, awesome vibes as far as, like, the, both the patrons but also all the people, you know, like doing the beer thing you know the actual brewers and stuff yeah we all get on you know i, th- I think the the kind of sentiment in in small batch craft beer is as we're all doing it for the right reasons so there's a lot of camaraderie with it and you know we, we all get on get on well and we, we we kind of like to go to those things and have some fun you know and and the crowd itself was was wicked you know everyone seemed to get right into it and 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 spend a lot of time kind of figuring out the freaky beers and the and the new beers it was great mm. man uh l- love to do that sort of stuff because you you know you you get there and you're pouring pints and talking shite it's great you know mm. it's 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 kind of the reason we do it really yeah now you've You've got a bit of a long history in Hospo. McLeod's has been cranking for a while, first doing pizzas and then um, sort of moving into beers. Yep, yep. 20 years we've had uh, the pizza barn, McLeod's Pizza Barn. So it'll be 20 years this year. And the beer thing would be coming up to its ninth anniversary. So I guess um, the reason we, we kind of slid into the beer, we wanted to make something in Waipu, which is where we are, and most people won't know that, which is half an hour south of Whangarei. Uh, and we were really keen to make something on site, and the beer thing was the obvious connection with you know, having a country pub. So, uh, yeah, it's taken small steps, long, real long journey, but it's it's a blast. I mean, we love we love to make what we do on site in Waipu, and um, yeah, sl- slowly, man. And people seem to re- kind of like the product as well, so that's that's always nice. And you've got a very strong rep for it just being wonderfully consistent. Oh, thank you. I think that's a lot um, down to our. Uh, business partner and head brewer Jason uh, Jason Bathgate, who is legendary. I, I would say he'd hate to hear that if he's listening, but he um, he's a he's a talented dude, and all the all the brew crew they they put a lot into doing yeah making the best they can, of course, uh, but having you know sort of pushing the boundaries on occasion as well, which is a, a bit of a balancing act there. But uh, I think the the quality aspect and doing things on our own terms and taking things slowly focusing on making the, the best product is, has done us pretty well there, man. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the idea to chuck some beers on at mm-hmm. the pizza place, mm-hmm. does that come from travelling abroad and like seeing microbreweries in like the US or anything like that? Or was it more of a local... I think initially uh, we've always been what they call a free house, so mm. we've never had a contract with any particular brewery. So mm. uh, the initial... The initial push really was we had we had a craft beer list uh, mm. way back it would have been maybe I don't know f- 14 years ago um, at that point most of the beers came out of the South Island there would have been three boys founders uh, Renaissance Scotch Cutter mm. Emerson's Pilsner when Emerson's was was an independent brewery so I, I guess we, we we got a bit hooked with that because mm. it was a, a small celebration of the fact that we could sell anything we wanted to mm. uh, and uh, for anyone that's kind of fallen into uh, into small batch beer that's how you start you, you, you get this 
you get hooked on the flavour and the aroma and uh, without sounding like a beer deck, you, you kind of, you can't go back, you know? Yeah. And I think that's where we started and the whole the whole seed of the idea came from from, from that, having uh, having this beer list, which was maybe 15 bottles. Uh, we had different things on tap, but uh, initially it was really just the, the bottle beer. And and then we kind of, we, we got bitten by the bug, man, and it was... Uh, and it was a great idea at three in the morning, and then we, we kind of followed through, and that was and that, that was how it, how it began. So it's a lot of fun. I mean, the as I say, the sociability of, of beer and the and the and the general vibe in the industry is 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 I think what keeps us going. You know, it's um it's a nice it's a nice game to be in, even though you know, like most things, especially now, are, are, are tough to be in. It's that the, there's you feel like you're doing it for the right reasons, and there's a, a lot of um, there's a nice feeling around it. So. Yeah, right. Now, mm. um, brought in a couple of beers this yes, evening. Yes, yes. We're going to try some of the McLeod's Wears. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like we're going lowbrow here, you know. The cocktail corner <laughs> has become the beer corner, but hopefully we can we can kind of spark it for you. Um, first one, uh, first cab off the rank is a personal favourite of mine. It's a little bit of a nod to Northland, which is where we're from. Uh, it's, a, it's a New Zealand-style pilsner, but we put chilli sauce into this one, Kaitai Fire. Mm. So uh, originally... Um, a Northern product. I think uh, Gary makes most of it in Auckland now, a little bit still up in Monganui. So this beer uh, is a chili pilsner. So I'm just going to go and pour. Would it. you say it sort of sits in the novelty beer category? Dude, I, I would. I would have said yes, but it's become. It's kind of one of these one of these drinks that you either love it or hate it. And I like that it kind of chops people in two because uh, I love it. Uh, this, the whole idea behind this beer was originally as a food match beer. We made it to go with oysters um, uh, up, up at a, a Duke of Marlborough in Russell. Mm-hmm. So it's so it's a great food beer because you kind of get this 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 beautiful kind of pilsner, which is a you know a hoppy lager, but with the, the chili sauce in there, it kind of just sits on your palate and you get this kind of warming weird you know chili sensation without it being too crazy. Too spicy. So. The, it's you can actually taste the chili in there, yeah, as man. Well. That's yeah, <laughs> well, it's not just art. You can yeah, man. Taste no, no, it. it's it's not a it's not a uh, it's it's not a trick. I mean, there's there's kaitai fire in there, and you get this this little kind of longing heat, which I I feel kind of it's it's you know we're drinking it, and and people that are listening are going, well, yeah, well, what you know, what do you mean? But um, but that that's it. It's got this uh, this little kick that it just keeps on giving, which is uh, which is kind of cool. Delicious. Two thumbs up. I just sculled mine. Nice. I saw that. That yeah. was impressive. Given it, was a, given, it was a, given it was a four litre glass. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, you're all right, man. Doing my, um, doing my <laughs> yardy up here. It's been, it's been a tough day. How, how it dulls the pain. Uh, okay, what, what else? Next? Okay, what cool. Else? Uh, I, I'm guessing after that, let's go for a little bit of this um, subtropical stout. Uh, this is a little bit of a tip of the hat to a Guinness beer, which is called Guinness Foreign Extra, which is um, a 7% version of Guinness. So it's a, a stout beer that weirdly uh, for Guinness I think is most popular in Nigeria so I'm going to give you this one because it's dark so you get it's got a great head oh bless yeah. um, I mean it's good it's a great looking beer in the glass you know but I give you that, that one because you've got these with the stout you've got these kind of chocolate and coffee elements going on so even if you're like me you'll still feel that chilli in there so the chilli and chocolate it's not going to it's not going to be too yes. too rank for you you know yeah. so uh, this one Sits at about six point seven percent, so it's a slightly stronger stout, but it's uh, 
but it's actually made uh, with a lager yeast, so you get this really kind of crisp, uh, really refreshing. You know, it's 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 dark, so there's the chocolate and coffee elements, but it's really refreshing as well, which is why I um I really dig this beer a lot. You know, where would Guinness typically sit as a stout? Uh, it's, five, uh, that's right? actually that's actually an Irish dry stout. As as far as uh, EBV goes, alcohol uh, Guinness is about four point two, mm-hmm. so it's quite a bit lower. Uh, but Guinness Foreign Extra, which is a, a really unusual beer, you won't find it in Ireland hardly at all, but it is really popular in Africa. Um, I think Sri Lanka has their own version. Uh, weirdly, in these kind of equatorial countries, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know why, but that's just kind of how it's worked out. So, uh, uh, yeah, a wee bit higher octane uh, compared to Guinness itself. And as I say, this is our little tip of the hat to that style. I mean, it's very much our own, but it's just a little bit of a... Uh, yeah, an ode, an ode to a beer that, um, as a group of people, we all we all love. And a mm-hmm. um, couple yeah. of texts coming through. Someone saying yep. McLeod's Far North Chili Pills, best beer in New Zealand. Oh, word! Uh, person of uh, taste and knowledge, obviously. <laughs> so, thanks, man. Word. Uh, someone else is saying, I have a keg of McLeod's Whale Bay on tap at home. Where? What? What? How have you done this? Is this some sort of dodgy Northland dealings? Uh, yeah. We're, do you just like shift kegs or someone oh, dude, it's like uh, we, we pull into the car park um, <laughs> in Whangarei and you just kind of you, it's hard to kind of do a dodgy deal with a 50 litre keg which is like 65 kgs but Two I, I must have done it come on <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that that's great whoever that person is I um I'd love to come to your house because you obviously have it right <laughs> I don't know how that's happened okay uh, what else what else we got oh, what else? okay okay, okay. man okay so uh this one, no, I'm going to go here. So uh, anyone that's into, I don't really say craft beer a lot, but I'm going to say small batch beer, independent beer would be Why a bit not? Of, Why can't you say craft beer? I, I don't know, man. I don't really know what that means. You know, yeah. like what, is, what does that mean? You know, like uh, I, I, my preference would be independent breweries because mm. it kind of says, hey, we're, we're, we're um, not owned by big businesses. Uh, mm. we, we, we're, we're, you know, owner operators. We do our own thing. We're not beholden to anyone, you know. So I, I guess a bit like music, independent kind of says that we're just doing it by ourselves mm-hmm. so uh craft I, I yeah i just don't know what that means anymore you know yes. I just uh, what what you know because you got the big guys going this is a craft brewery uh, who knows so yep. independent seems to um capture it better i think okay right next one fresh hop so it's uh currently fresh hop season if anyone's into indie independent breweries uh there you go johnny uh fresh hop season is upon us uh when I say fresh hop, I mean from a New Zealand fresh hop, which is harvested Mochawake and Nelson and surrounds Kohatu. Uh, it's uh, during the course of, um, I guess, generally late February uh, and early March. This particular one is a hazy IPA, so 6.8%, uh, brewed entirely with fresh Nelson Soben hops from Freestyle Farms. Uh, which has flown up. It's harvested, you know, sort of five o'clock in the morning, put on a plane, and it was in our brew tank about six hours later. Okay, So it's that quick? Yeah, man. Well, it's got to be because it's a bit like, uh, what's the analogy? Cut grass. So mm. you've got this element of freshness for a time, but then when it starts to go bad, it goes bad real quick. Mm. So any fresh hop beer that you see around, you have to get it into, into the brewery process fast or you'll lose that. I better have a, have a little taste just so I can talk about it. Um, so you get this big sort of danky. Can I have uh, a little bit more on that one? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. 
So uh, d- danky would be a word, kind of grassy, which is a very yep. much uh, indicative of New Zealand hops. This one, Nelson Sobin, if you uh, were to smell it, you'd probably smell something like passion fruit, I'm, mm. you know. Uh, but it's a, a big, punchy beer, really bright because you get one chance a year. Obviously, the, the hops are only harvested once a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is what comes from that. And it's uh, and people seem to, to love this time of year because it's when you get really close to the agriculture and you get to use the um, the perfectly fresh harvested product. It's great. I think this is like the first time I've ever had a fresh hop nice. beer, I reckon. Yeah. Like maybe I, ha- I have in the past but I wouldn't have known this is pretty, pretty yeah good. so so danky would be a word because you get that kind of mm. uh, skunky w- weediness um, oh, yeah. you know and it's uh, it's kind of yeah I mean it, it's a fun time of year because at the brewery they arrive uh, you get them in a refrigerator truck it's narco style you get them in bags and you throw them out you know you're literally getting sacks of this stuff it's mm-hmm. it's wicked man it's uh, it's a lot of fun we have a, a bit of a family day we have a long lunch and we make a bit of a celebration of it okay a couple more texts coming through mm-hmm. their lager can't remember the name of it sorry is hands down my favourite lager when I managed the bar at the Lee Sawmill, we bought their range on board. Never looked back. Wish, wish I could find their booze locally from uh, the prof. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, the, the Sawmill, many fond memories there mm. when uh, Ben and Ed Guinness had that place. They were, they were very kind to us in our early days. Um, uh, yeah, so it was a bit of a shame that that, 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 that changed hands, to be honest. Yeah. But uh, thank you very much. Here we go. I can't send a photo of the keg set up via text. But run a 30-litre and 50-litre. Currently have the 30 of the Whale Bay and 50 of Hawke's Bay Lager. Look at Glenn's setup on tapmate.co.nz. Someone else is saying... Is this like uh, beer tap porn? Like, yeah. you know, everyone gets sexy. <laughs> Someone say best and freshest Nelson Sovin. Sovin, yeah. yeah. Sovin is mm-hmm. Hop Federation Green Limousine. Love it. Absolutely, 100%. 100%. That's a great beer. Love that beer. And someone's saying, is McLeod's Brewery named after Connor McLeod from Highlander? Uh, it should be. It should be because he was my... Uh, no, it's named after Norman McLeod, uh, who everyone followed from the Highlands of Scotland, uh, essentially out to Waipu. But we should have... We do have a Highlander beer, and we have done that before. Uh, someone's saying, the 801 Fresh Hop Hope is amazing. Bless. Um, okay, next, yeah. next, uh, next one. Next one, next one. Okay, um... Shucks, man! This is the this is like speed we're, tasting. We're crushing. We we're are crushing. crushing. Okay, so uh, before okay, this one is a saison. It's called uh, Solbury saison. A Solbury is like a giant golden raspberry. Okay, so this one oh, yeah. is the reason I've brought this one along is a little bit like the Kai Tai Fire with the um, the sauce. This is a local uh, a, a locally grown berry over among its peri. Uh, it's the only place in New Zealand they grow Solberries. So this one is kind of fruity and tart and dry. Absolutely no sugar on this, but it kind of it grabs the last of the sunshine if that ever comes back. You know, it's just what a, a sunshiny, sunshiny beer. Take a sip now. Yeah, go. Yep. Thoughts, like thoughts? raspberry? Like, do you say raspberry? Yeah, man. It's it's like a giant golden raspberry. So you get this tropical thing. You got the, obviously the raspberry elements. So fruity and dry, um, a little bit sour. Yes. Uh, but yeah, just kind of, I, I guess I brought that along to, you know, we try, you know, there's, there's, how would you say, there's no terroir in beer, so you really want to use, when you can, local ingredients. So mm-hmm. when you find something like this from Mungus Berry Berries, we're like, absolutely give us it all. We want to put it into a beer. 
And um, is there a bit of a scramble for all this local stuff from uh, everyone? Or? No, no, not really. I mean, there's a, a, definitely from other industries. I mean, you, you'll you'll lose out to to other games. You know, whether it's uh, food service or whatever. But you just got to get a bit creative, you know. Mm. Um, sometimes you'll come across something locally and just go, hey, well, this is so good. For example, we've got a beer coming out with Chirimoya. Now, Chirimoya is like this, it's custard apple, I think it's also called. But mm-hmm. there's this crazy dude, like right up at the top of 90 Mile Beach who grows them, sends everything but what we get to Japan. Yes. And we, we came across this stuff and we like, we have to use this in a beer, you know. How mm. do we do this? And, and so this particular beer has been in barrels for about a year. Uh, with this fruit and and so it's really just trying to find a way to make it work if you can mm-hmm. you know? um, and that's the beauty of of, of Jason and the brew crew they'll go how do we get this in somewhere you know how, how do we how do we how do we celebrate this ingredient which is which is from around where we are so. do you find that the climate in Waipu is good for making beer? Uh, I mean, I guess we don't really have to worry about, like, we don't grow the grain on site, we don't grow the hops. Um, but if so you're chucking stuff in barrels? Uh, yeah, I mean, the barrels, you know, we've got barrels that now have have had beer in for four years, so mm. it's more about the the, the, the salmonship of that, you know, you mm. don't, it, it doesn't worry so much about, hey, it's a bit humid or it's, uh, yes. you know, it's cold. So it's really about h- how you blend that stuff. But um, yeah, we seem to, I mean, it, it, you know, everything's set up for us pretty well now, nine years in. So for things like that barrel program, you've got four years with a beer and, uh, and, and Jason, the guys are, um, you know, we've got four roses, bourbon barrels that we've got beer and we've got, um, St. Clair Chardonnay barrels. You know, that, that that's the mm. fun stuff, I guess. But, uh, I mean, it is a bit fringe, so mm. we, we wouldn't expect everyone to go, well, this wow, is amazing, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, um, and, and that's why we do something like the Long Border Lager because we're in a small country town, so we we don't want to force people into crazy beers. Yes. We want them to, to have something they, they enjoy. We're not we're not here to for, force our beer mm. down, down people's throat. You Everyone know, wants to cruise a lager, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, hey, we're by the sea, um, lovely coastal place. So, I mean, that lager is still my favourite beer and possibly will be forever because... I like to have a few beers and mm. it's 5% and it's not 6.9 and, mm. you know, and, and again, you can have a few and and, and chat and enjoy it, you know. Yes. So it doesn't yeah. need to be, it doesn't all need to be crazy, I guess is yeah. what I'm saying. Okay, we've got one more on yeah. the deck. Oh, here. yeah, we have. Yes. Okay, so this is uh, Tropical Cyclone, which is a double IPA, 8%, uh, kind of, uh, I don't know how would you say, but face meltingly strong, but also beautifully delicious. Weirdly drinkable for an eight percent beer. Nice color. Cool. I like the color. Sorry, let me just um, organize myself here slightly. So the whole idea, and this has become kind of a cult oh, yeah. classic, Johnny. Wow! Holy, holy smokes! So it's um, so you've got this eight percent beer, but this beautiful drinkability to it. I guess balance, you know, if you're kind mm. of using uh, food on a plate terms. Um, and like I say, this this beer is kind of. Uh, I mean, it's, it's four forty mils. I think it's like twelve bucks a can now. But it, yeah. it's just got its fans that just go, "Hey, this is this is my beer." And you, I mean, you you don't want. I don't know. You can have as many as you like, but you don't want too many because it's it's kind of like that stroke ad, you know, where the guy's face on the side of his face just stops working. Yeah. I mean, it's, sorry, I'm not, I'm not advocating that. I'm just that's just you know what can happen if you um, drink this one too fast. I yes, guess. Yes, of course. Someone's saying Benji got me a keg of five oh two for my fiftieth at the sawmill. Legendary night, and Jeff also legend. 
Rock on, McLeod. <laughs> bless, bless. <laughs> I, I delivered that keg by hand because uh, <laughs> ben, ben Guinness goes, I want this. And I was like, dude, we've got one keg. I'm bringing this across. And it's, uh, you know, it's an hour plus to the sawmill. But, yeah, I, I remember that vividly. That was, uh, that was hand delivered uh, by myself. So nice one. Excellent. Hey, um, Jeff from McLeod's, thanks so much for making the voyage into the BFM studio for Beer Corner this afternoon. Beer Corner, love it. Uh, absolutely. Thanks, Johnny. Thank you so much for having me. I've um, appreciated the uh, the invitation, so thank you. Obviously, just people keep an eye out, McLeod's local store, yeah, restaurants. Yeah, we're, we're not around. You have to look pretty hard. We are a boutique, I guess, uh, but we do, yeah, we appreciate the support because mm. we're just a little business and, um, yeah, give it a go. And if you like it, that's, that's grand. Uh, Beer Spot, good place to Beer find Beer Spot clouds. is great. Oh, sorry, they have been, I, I'd, I'd call them foundation supporters. They, at Northcote there, many, many nights um, talking about important issues uh, mm. have been spent there. Excellent. Cheers, Jeff. Thanks, Mel, man. Your shout, yeah? Cocktail Corner on 95 BFM.